0: Hey guys, I'm very excited for another episode of the show about science. This is your host Nate. Today joining me on the podcast is two chemists, Ian and Greg. Greg and Ian are the hosts of a podcast called Stop, Think, Science, and I'm really excited to talk to them about chemistry.
1: Hi, is this Nate? Yes. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing good today. So have you ever made a brand new molecule?
1: So, yes, I have actually. And so huh? just kind of a background, I'm a what's called a medicinal chemist. So every day in my lab, in my chemistry lab, we work on making chemicals or molecules that potentially will go into a medicine that you get at the pharmacy someday. Um, we're at the very early stages of that. But yeah, every day we're making new chemicals and new compounds. So it's pretty exciting.
0: So what compounds have you made so far?
1: So a lot of the compounds that I have made have potential applications for mental disorders, things like depression and anxiety. Some of the compounds that we're or the molecules that we're working on have activity in your brain. The same compounds or the same molecules slightly altered have activity in diabetes, in cancer, in all sorts of different things like that. I can give you the name of some of the things, but it's a really long complicated name, so I'll I'll refrain from that.
0: You can tell me the complicated name. <laughs> I'll take it.
1: So what we do is called diversity oriented synthesis. So we start with one simple molecule, and we make a bunch of different complicated molecules from that. So the simple molecule that we start with is called 2 aza 321 octa 36 diene It's a very interesting little molecule that has lots of potential ways that we can make it into other molecules. And that's really important in medicinal chemistry, making things easy for ourselves.
0: Okay, so... Have you ever had an accident in making what you, like, really want to make?
1: Did you ask if I've ever had an accident?
0: Yeah. An accident, a mistake, whatever.
1: Typically, with my regular reactions, I I have, I don't know, maybe once or twice a month, I'll have an accident where I, I add the wrong reagent, and it just doesn't work properly. But that's fewer and far between. I've had one or two accidents where I've had a small fire. We use a lot of reactive chemicals in the lab to make these new molecules. The problem is, in order to make these new molecules, you really kind of have to beat on the molecules. So these reactive chemicals will actually catch on fire if they come in contact with air. So one time I was filtering some solid out of a liquid and basically... It came into contact with air, and it shouldn't have, and I had a fire on my bench. So I just had to quickly put it out. Um, I'm trying to think other accidents I've had. I've had flasks explode in my hand before, which isn't great, but nothing I've ever gotten hurt from.
0: That's a good thing.
1: Yeah, no, that's definitely a good thing. It's a matter of just being really safe, making sure that you're always paying attention to what's happening, And you always have to be one step ahead of anything you're doing in the lab.
0: So have you ever had, like, a very serious accident?
1: I personally have not had a very serious accident. I've witnessed a serious accident that could have been really, really bad. In our lab, we use reactive chemicals. And one of my fellow lab mates was using a reactive chemical and they weren't being as careful as they should have. When they were weighing this chemical out, they wiped off their spatula, the basically the spoon they were spooning it out with, they wiped it off with a paper towel and they threw it into the trash can. Well, this was a water-reactive chemical and there was a little bit of moisture on that paper towel and in the trash can and it almost immediately ignited all of the stuff in the trash can and we had a really, really, really big fire. We had to call the fire department, pull the fire alarm, and the fire department came out and put it out. But in a chemistry lab where we have flammable solvents, there's always the potential for really, really, really big fires to occur if you start a small fire. And it was a good thing that the fire department got here as fast as they did.
0: So, have you ever made the exact chemical compound that you wanted to?
1: So... I try and make the compound that I want to make every day in the lab, but as you get older, you'll find out that science doesn't always work the way that we anticipate. And I would say that a couple times a week I get what I want to happen, and those are the exciting days. Nate,
2: what is your, what's your favorite thing
1: about science?
0: Well, my favorite thing about science is that... You can, like, make new discoveries or create new compounds with chemistry, find cool rocks and geology. So cool.
2: I think that's why Ian and I are interested in being scientists, and that's why we're still in school to do that. It's because we get to make all these interesting new discoveries that no one has made before.
1: That's really exciting. So are your parents scientists? Is that kind of where you got the bug for science from?
0: Uh, no. They're not.
1: So, where did you get interested in science?
0: Well, from lots of TV shows.
2: So, what's your favorite TV show that involves science?
0: Um, TED-Ed.
2: Oh, okay. So, you like to watch the different seminars that scientists give and talk about their
0: research? Like, I like to watch all the videos. I scroll through every day to see if there's any new videos, and if there's a new video, bam, I'm watching it.
1: (laughs) That's pretty cool. So you like TED Talks.
0: Not the TED Talks, the TED Eds.
1: Oh, the TED Ed, okay. Is that more educational? Yeah, so TED Ed is the educational arm. That's pretty awesome. Yes. TED-Ed and TED are great places to learn science, and a lot of great scientists do those. What are your favorite TED-Ed videos that you've ever watched?
0: Hmm, I don't think I have an answer to that one.
1: That's a hard question,
2: probably, because you've watched so many interesting ones.
0: Yeah, like, I basically like them all, except the one on vampires.
2: On vampires.
0: (laughs) That's one I only half like. Because things are usually half educational, half funny. What's funny about vampires?
2: Not much.
0: Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I think
2: they're more scary than funny.
0: And whenever I watch it, that like drives me crazy.
2: Yeah, it drives me crazy too.
0: If you want to listen to episodes of Stop Think Science, you can find it in the podcast app, iTunes, iTunes, or The music for the show about science was written by Jeff Brooks. I'm also on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at NatePodcast. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Ian.
2: Thank you. You're Nate. very welcome.
0: You're welcome. There you have it, folks. The show about science is complete. Dan you can shut the recording off.